Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Wallet Wisdom, a podcast presented by Lake Michigan Credit Union. If you're new to the podcast or have been listening for a while now, Wallet Wisdom is designed around breaking down the ins and outs of financial aspects, as well as bring and help answer some of banking's more confusing or complex questions. I'm one of your hosts, Brett. As always, sharing the mic with me, my co-host, partner in crime, Lo, how you doing? Very good. Ready for some crime. I know, right? I'm like, <laughs> ready for crime? Right, crime. Help. What is the crime today? It's that it's early in the morning. We never film or record this early. <laughs> it right? is. So I've got my coffee. I'm feeling uh, not caffeinated enough. So if we get a little zany. We're lucky you're upright and breathing. So this is great. <laughs> That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Well, hey, as we often say, uh, and it's no different today, we have an incredible episode for you. Uh, joining us in the studio, we are excited to welcome fellow MSU fan and leader of all things mortgage at LMCU, Senior Vice President of Mortgage, Eric Burgoon. Welcome. Go green. Go green. Go white. Oh, man, that's right. I am not in good company. No, today. well, I think you are in good company, <laughs> but that's uh, a matter of opinion. Good company that makes bad choices. I get it. I get it. Uh, well, um, you know, as you've probably picked up, we've been talking about mortgages a lot over the course of uh, 2022, 2021. Um, it's just been crazy in the mortgage world. Well, when the pandemic hit, uh, rates dropped dramatically, and our teams have been working overtime upon overtime and overtime. We closed well over $5 billion each of the, wow. uh, the last two years, 2020, 2021, Man. and it's been just a, a go, go, go. And the, the thing that's been different is that not only rates are low for refinancing, but the housing market has been booming too. People buying, building, yeah. it's been crazy. Buying sight unseen, cash <laughs> in hand, right? Like all crazy these stories. waving <laughs> inspections. And <laughs> well, and we've had uh, you know Meg Dunn on our show as well as well as uh, Lisa DeLass was on the show mm -hmm. as well. And, you know, many of the uh, the comments they said that during that season, and it's still happening, is almost like drinking out of a fire hose. It's just coming so fast that it's just, you just got to keep up and they just keep hammering it out. It's yeah. amazing what they've been doing. Yeah, we just tried years. to keep up for, you know, uh, for our members. You know, everybody wanted to refinance and we, we, got, <laughs> we got through it. Yeah. And, uh, but things have changed now, right? The last, yeah. uh, last two months, rates have made a reversal and have gone up, you know, more than 2%, you know, pretty quickly. And, and I guess, you know, for, for me and maybe I'm sure for some listeners as well, why, what does that really equate to? I mean, you know, I hear a couple points in that and it's like, well, uh, that doesn't seem like it would be a ton, but what, how can that really, the, even two points start to affect the overall market and the way that, you know, consumers are interacting with mortgage products and how they can, you know, find a mortgage, uh, you know, more readily. Yeah. Well, ultimately, if their interest rate is higher, your payment's going to be a little bit higher, right? Mm -hmm. Now, mortgage rates are still historically low, you know, under 6% on a 30-year fixed, mm -hmm. you know, um, when rates, you know, in the in the 80s and 90s, you know, were, were much higher than that. Yeah. So they started coming down. So rates have really been on a, a trend down for, for almost 40 years. Yeah. I think my so. parents' first house was at a 16% or something like that. And I was yeah. like, wait, right. what? Yeah. I, I don't know if I know any rates like that. Maybe deposit rates somewhere. I don't know. But like, it's weird to think that because I mean, I remember that was the more of a normal kind of uh interest rate and yeah. it's weird to think about that now like i would never in a million years want to spend you know 10 or 12 percent on mm -hmm. on a mortgage and it's like that was reality not even that long ago so right, right. so right. yeah right i think one thing to keep in mind is rates still are pretty good mm -hmm. you know even though they've moved up a little bit 
and that kind of choked off most of the refinancing activity. Yeah. Um, rates are still pretty good. Still pretty good time to buy a house. Perspective is everything. It for is. sure. And so we've seen it fluctuate. How much does it typically fluctuate? Is it daily? Is it monthly? What is that? You know, timing look like? Yeah, mortgage interest rates are really um, based on long-term expectations. So they are a market-driven rate. So they change uh, at least daily. Uh, to oftentimes, we have a, a midday pricing. So rates mm. rates move very frequently. It's a, it's a market-driven rate. Yeah. And so we can see rates up one a little bit in the morning and back down in the afternoon. No kidding. Wow. That's crazy. So, um, you know, when, when you think about interest rates like that, um, what, what can maybe listeners and potential uh, buyers out there uh, kind of consider when, you know, when is a good time, when's a bad time? Like, should you be thinking about is should, is the, the rates are going up a little? Are they going to dip back down? You know, what what kind of is a, a decision making process that someone could be thinking as they're going through uh, considering more? Yeah, good question. I mean, it's it's. Um... You know, it's, it's difficult to time a market, right? It's difficult mm-hmm. to time a purchase in a stock market. Same thing with really with interest rates. Now, there's a few things that you can watch. Um, you know, mortgage rates typically follow about the 10-year treasury rate. So if you're looking for mm. a rate that anticipates, that's a, a longer-term rate that, that aligns pretty closely with the 30-year fixed mortgage rate. So that's one thing to, to watch. Um, the other big factors right now, especially in the marketplace, Recession and inflation. Mm. So, if you think uh, recession is is kind of the uh, the prevailing uh, uh, topic, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> that's going to drive rates lower. So, if there's a recession, rates need to come down. Mm. Inflation, the opposite. So, inflation goes wild. That's going to generally drive rates upwards. And those two factors right now are. Um, are kind of fighting with each other. They are. Yeah. I was going to say, you know, battle to the death. <laughs> I think for all right. listeners, especially here in, in the U.S., if um, is there's a lot of conversation of recession and inflation, and to hear that, that's really interesting. It's a bit of a tug of war. It sounds. It like. is yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Oh man, that's fascinating. So, um, you know, when the Fed does decide, and when they do raise uh, those those rates. Um, how does that kind of trickle down into these areas like of mortgages and, and how people can, you know, you know, get a better loan rate or maybe it's gone back up, you know, what does that impact? Yeah. Well, there are different rates. So if uh, the Fed funds rates, a rate that, that the, that the central bank sets for, for lending, lending between banks. So, mm-hmm. so it's gone up um, 75 basis points, three quarters of a point, a couple of times here recently. Um, and so watching that uh, is important, but it's not directly tied to mortgage rates because again, mortgage rate is a long-term rate that's more based on expectations. So, so oftentimes what you'll see um, is that when there's an expected Fed increase of even three quarters of a point, the market builds that in already. So if mm-hmm. it ends up being a little bit less, still up, but it's a little bit less than was expected, mortgage rates actually might rally and come down. No kidding. So it can, it can, it can vary. Yeah, yeah. And now that um, those rates, those affect uh, all different types of mortgage products from, you know, whether it's a traditional buying a, a mortgage for the first time as a first time home buyer, or um, does that also then affect uh, interest rates for if I'm looking to refinance or I'm looking to do, you know, um, like a home equity line of credit or, you know, there's other mortgage products that I don't think we talk a lot about either, which are like um, advantages of like an arm, uh, you know, that adjustable rate mortgage, you know. Uh, what what kind of um, you know strategies I guess for listeners could we can be thinking about now that rates are kind of in that little limbo? 
Yeah. Well, you got about six questions in there, right? I did. Uh, <laughs> that's the that's the. Professional. Well, so well, maybe we'll start with this one. So, mortgage rates, you know, refinance or new purchase or new construction um, are all kind of tied to to the longer term mortgage rates that we've been talking mm -hmm. about. Mm -hmm. Now, home equity loans, consumer loans, auto loans are a little more um, stable and more slowly moving. So, sure. those are adjusted, you know, you know, more monthly. As okay. opposed to daily. Mm -hmm. So a little bit different each of those products. And those products can be, uh, we're seeing a, a big influx of home equity lending right now, right? Because those uh, people that have a pretty low fixed rate mortgage and want to do some home improvements to their sure. house or whatever, um, that's a good way to get get money out too. Yeah. So a mortgage-related product, not, a, not a, technically a first mortgage product. Sure. Um, but the big trend that we've seen lately, and it, and it happened pretty quickly when the rates you know shot up a couple of percent, mm -hmm. Um, big movement now to what are called adjustable rate mortgages, which sure. we hadn't, hadn't seen much of in the last few years. When mm -hmm. rates are so low, people are locking into a 30-year fixed or a 15-year sure. fixed and trying to pay that off um, early. But now adjustable rate mortgages are 65% uh, of, of the new wow. applications that we're seeing. So pretty pretty wow. quick trend. Wow, that is a huge trend. I guess, um, you know, for, for me and, and maybe for listeners as well, uh, what are, I guess, advantages of that? You know, I've heard of ARMS, you know, I've, you I have, have two, two of them, them myself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I've heard of these, you know, adjustable rates, um, rate mortgages. I guess, what what are some of those advantages that yeah. uh, we can be considering? Well, the first big advantage is it's it's a lower rate. Sure. Right? Mm -hmm. So if you were, if you wanted to, you know, be in the, the three or 4% rate um, and that fixed rate market has moved up to closer to six, um, you can still get a four percent um, wow. adjustable rate, and it's it's um there are different arm rates. So the way that really works is there are different terms. So we have what we call a three year arm, a five year arm, a seven year arm, a ten year arm, and what that really means is that the interest rate is fixed for that first initial period. So for example, a seven year arm, the rate that you have will be fixed for seven years. So okay. if you think you may move in seven years. Um, you may even refinance in seven years. Uh, it can be a pretty good uh, savings. Sure. So you build up substantial savings in that seven-year period of time before the rate can even adjust at all. Mm. And then even if it does adjust upward, you've got a lot of money in the bank, yeah. And you can you can pay for a you know a higher interest rate yeah. at that point. And it sounds like too with the the way that it's set up, um, they're not like your traditional thought of like a fifteen or a thirty year mortgage. It, it sounds like it's on a little bit more of that accelerated, almost like you're trying to pay that off, either off quicker or, like you said, hey, I'm not going to stay here for fifteen or thirty years. I'm planning on staying here for maybe five to seven years. This is a product that can maybe be beneficial mm -hmm. for them. Yeah, it makes like. the it makes the payment lower. So we do amortize the the ARM mm -hmm. products over thirty years. So oh, okay. The, so the Payment is low because the interest rate is low, and it's a thirty-year amortization. So that's that's that helps wow. too. So yeah. somebody looking for a lower payment—that's that's the way to go. Wow. wow! And in layman's terms, amortization is is that how, it how fast? Yeah, how fast the <laughs> how fast the loan uh, you know the last divvying you know, it up between months. Between, and... <laughs> yeah, between principal and interest, and sort of working your way down from from zero to thirty. So years. with the arm, it's fixed. We'll say seven years, like you said. What happens after that seven years then? After seven years, um, the um, we take a look at what is the the index. So mm -hmm. we use we use a um, a treasury based index. We were talking about the ten year treasury loan before. So we look at you know that that index for what that is, and then there's a margin that you're assigned at the beginning. Okay, two and a half percent is pretty typical. Two and three quarters percent. So you take that that index, whatever that is at that time, 
add the margin to it. Okay. And then that becomes your new interest rate. Now and it's that, it's typically capped. There's a cap okay. that for okay. yeah. so the adjustments can't be all all at one time. And so. that's federally mandated, correct? It's a yeah, it's a it's a federal um uh interest the interest rate, the index is all is all federally controlled. Awesome. Yeah. So when we talk about the Fed, they send a plethora of these indexes kind of. So I know consumer stuff is based off of prime, right? Yeah. What is the mortgage term? Is it just the index? Is that what we call it? Or well the the mortgage the comparable mortgage rate is for us at, at Lake Michigan Credit Union is the treasury based okay. index. Okay. And you can you can look that up at Bank Rate Monitor or probably even on our website. You know, awesome. And, yeah. And we have so much what awesome those, stuff. What those rates are. <laughs> yeah. They're they're pretty they're tipped their market they're produced the market every day. Yeah. So that's fantastic. Um, I mean, it sounds like a really great way for you, you know, for listeners to take advantage of still keeping a lower interest rate while maintaining, you know, the ability to pay it off as you go. Or, hey, like you said, I'm moving to a different state in about seven years. I'm, you know, we got plans. I'm moving or I'm buying a tiny house and I'm touring America. Well, and I think (laughs) people in, you know, the millennial generation are a lot of times buying a house for a short term because they're going to make it more beautiful and they're yeah. going to flip it and you know that's probably a great option to We're come in and oh, absolutely see that a lot yeah you know? mm-hmm. and, and and again back to what we talked about at the beginning a 30-year fixed rate mortgage most closely follows the 10-year treasury rate. sure and that's because that's the duration of that loan that's typically how long a 30-year mortgage will last wow. on, on average it's less than 10 years no wow. kidding it's because things happen right people right. Yeah. people move they get new jobs they decide they want Bigger a different family. house whatever <laughs> yeah yeah so so the chance of of anybody having the same mortgage for 30 years is yeah. really not Rare. not likely absolutely Rare. or at, the, at least they'll refinance within those 30 years right, right? Exactly. so right. it's not even it's yeah, it's not you don't even have to move you're right it's definitely right if, <laughs> yeah. if you refinance that's a new mortgage at whatever that rate is at that time so yeah. sometimes that really isn't a bad thing that, you know, people don't hang on to a 30 year mortgage for the full duration, because to be honest with you, like we've been talking about over 30 years, I mean, you look at the past 30 years, the rates have changed so much Mm -hmm. and there are so many great products. There are new products that come out in ways that, you know, we can help people get to the end of their loan faster. And so it's like, if you're in a 30 year and you're like, I've got 10 years left and it's the original, well, there's some other ways that you might be able to like pay that off a lot quicker and not have to do 10 more years of what you've got. Refinancing into a 10 year arm at that point, Mm -hmm. right? Looking at it and saying, I can get a lower rate. Yeah. I know I'm only going to be here 10 years and now, yeah. Or new house, first house. You know, we just moved from our first house. Yeah. We lived there for 10 years, like yeah. on the nose. Yeah. And so it became one of those things. Why didn't we look into that? Because yeah. I had no clue. Mm-hmm. I have worked here for 10 years, so I've gained knowledge that long. Yeah. But I I just wish someone would come along like Eric and come on to a show like this and say that because for sure. I had no idea. Well, yeah. now I, I think we were chatting just before the we, we started recording, uh, Eric, is growing up, I've heard about arms and I often will say I hadn't heard of them uh, talked in a very positive yeah. light and understanding them is I think what listeners, I mean, if in case maybe you're in the same boat as me where you were thinking the same thing, like, Oh, I've heard those are horrible and don't do it is honestly, I didn't know. And hearing what you're talking about, it, it makes a lot of sense. And so I think there's actually more opportunities for listeners that it fits into their dynamic. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I think working with your your uh, LMC loan officer is the best way to do it. They can advise you. They can run scenarios for you. Yeah. And tell you which way which way works, you know, works best for you because, you know, you're and you never know exactly what the future, you know, holds. Right. 
but you are getting a much better deal rate um, payment with an arm um, to compensate you for that that potential risk of, of rates sure. going up. But you could very easily see that, you know, maybe that we were talking earlier about the inflation recession mm-hmm. battle. If recession kind of wins out on that, you may see interest rates come back down and you could refinance into a 15 or 30 year mm-hmm. fixed if you wanted to. Yeah. Who knows in you know a year or two. So that's so true. Right. It's- I think people oftentimes look at that and think variable rate which is very, very different, right? So we're fixed for the first part of this loan versus variable rate. It's just going to flux whenever prime fluxes, right? Right. And so I think that's probably the common misconception is that there's no term that it's fixed. Mm -hmm. Nope. You you know exactly what you're getting for how long. Mm. Yeah. And the only variable is really what is that index at the time that that adjusts. After that elapses, yeah. So if, if I'm coming in to do a mortgage, what three things should I keep in mind when trying to decide what product to choose? I mean, I think the first and probably most important is your time horizon. Mm. How long are you going to be in this home or in this, in this mortgage? Um, the second is, is really to make sure you've got your, uh, uh, your, your financial situation in, in, in order. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you've got, uh, you know, you've got good credit, you got good explanations, good history, job history. That'll make the process go much more, uh, more smoothly. Um, and, uh, number three, you know, I think tell us about your house. Yeah. yeah. It's like, it's, it's fun, right? Yeah. It's like, yeah. It's, yeah. We always think of the mortgage and is the, is the negative part of, of the excitement mm-hmm. of buying a house. You know, yeah. our people want to know, you know, why, why'd you pick that house? What are you doing with it? Are you fixing it up? Yeah. Why are you building, you know, and what room made you fall in love? Right. That's right. right. I mean, it should be fun. You know, it shouldn't it should. be, it shouldn't be a grind. You know, we will take care of the financing. We'll figure all that out. And we've always been competitive and, yeah. and, and make sure that works, but um, share a little bit about, uh, you know, what's your personal situation and what you're doing. I love that. And throw number four in, have pizza on the floor your first night in the <laughs> oh, house. Oh, that's right? awesome. I feel like that is just a rite of passage. That's right. right. When that's right. No table. Paper plates. All sweaty, exhausted. Exactly. And, uh... <laughs> Maybe some champagne out of paper cups. I don't know. Right, <laughs> the right. bathroom cup. <laughs> the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, we've all done that. Yeah. yeah exactly. It's a rite it. of passage. Uh, well, and I think, you know, what you just were saying too, Eric, is spot on when we talk about um, on the podcast frequently about the part partnership that we really strive for Mm -hmm. at LMCU with all of our our members. So Mm -hmm. when you come in, whether you're a member or not, I mean, sometimes I'll be honest, members become members from their mortgage and then they look at how do I move my finances all under one roof and Hey, wherever and however your point of entry is to, to getting to know us at LMCU, I think over that period of time, you're going to find, we want to be your partners in that. Mm -hmm. We want to help you and your family and get you to where you want to be financially. Um, and it's our passion, you know? So I, again, I get a chance to, uh, to, you know, work with a lot of our different loan officers, whether it's taking photos or uh, working with them out in the field. And uh, they're just so passionate about wanting to help people. Every single one of them. It's Absolutely. so, so cool. Yeah. yeah. Very confident. They're the best in the business for sure. Yeah. Definitely. And I love that they also sometimes get to see them come back. Right. So it's been 15 yeah. years or whatever of their 30 and now they're coming back to refinance or buy their next step of the house. And right? I'm sure that right. just has to be such a treat. Yeah. No better compliment than to have one of your past clients have their their son or daughter um, come back themselves. You know, that's, that's really where most of our business at this point comes from is is, uh, members telling members and 
and family members. Mm -hmm. That has to be a pretty fun experience. uh, If you help to, you know, get a young family or, you know, just a family that's still early in that process as their kids are still young. And then, you know, fast forward 15 years or 10 years, whenever, uh, and they're looking to buy a house, their own kid. And it's just like, whoa, this is so cool. How, you know, I've been in that, that journey with them, not just this couple, but now their kids as well. So, Mm -hmm. oh, that's so fun. That's awesome. Um, so, you know, as, as listeners are thinking about the, the continuing rate environment and as it, you know, relates to the remaining of this year and into next, like you said, we can't really predict the future. Uh, we're not, you know, mind readers, um, (laughs) but we do at least have some, you know, some good facts to go off of that can really help us, um, you know, in, predicting a little bit of what we can do. And so I, Eric, I appreciate you bringing some great suggestions. And, and again, for listeners, the, check us out online or stop into a branch um, and, you know, ask to, you know, sit down and talk to a mortgage specialist about our adjustable rate mortgages. And again, that's one of many products that we have, you know, that's the thing that still amazes me is how many different, uh, you know, mortgage options are available that you and your team have developed and created from doctor loans to, you know, yeah. uh, arms. Yeah, new to construction, new too. Construction. We talk about that. It's a huge, huge piece. But yeah, yeah. There, there isn't really a product that we don't have. So. And that's, that's right. why it's so important <laughs> and so awesome that we hire people that are willing to sit down and listen to the story and kind of point you in a direction that makes sense for them. And, you know, you're not coming in here and getting what's best for us because really what's best for us is to have a relationship with you. And so yeah. I love that that is our priority to hear their story and match it with, an, with a product that fills their need. So absolutely good yeah. on your team. Absolutely. <laughs> so, well, Eric, uh, again, we are so grateful that uh, you're able to uh, be on the show with us today and uh, share some of that awesome knowledge. And, uh, and thanks for letting us, uh, you know, have some of your staff on the show as well and sharing yeah. all their wisdom as well. So um, we'll, uh, we'll have to have you on again. They're and what makes us great. That's sure. it. Yeah. That's right. And, uh, and again, as rates and, and anything like that changes listeners, we always want to keep making sure we're bringing you guys the most, uh, you know, up to date as possible. And obviously things change. So maybe by the time that they listen to this in a month or whenever, <laughs> it's just like, that doesn't even relate anymore, but <laughs> that's just the nature of podcasting. And uh, we're, we hope, though, that at least the information will be helpful. So. Yes. <laughs> well, Eric, uh, before we let you to, uh, run off, uh, we do want to uh, kind of move over to a part of the show that uh, we like to call Are You Smarter Than the Show Trivia? Uh, and it gives you the opportunity to win some money for a nonprofit that LMCU supports. Uh, each podcast, we have $50 on the table, but don't worry. If you don't win, that $50 will be added to the pot for the next episode. Uh, so no matter what, somebody wins and nobody loses. Um, well, maybe some bruised ego, but <laughs> um, but the rules <laughs> are simple. To win. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, the rules are really simple. Um, I'll read you uh, both a question. Uh, you'll buzz in with your name. That's your buzzer. And uh, you'll have a chance to answer. Uh, if you get it wrong... Um, then that other person has a chance to steal the point. Um, And then whoever gets the most points after three questions wins. So let's Mm -hmm. get to it. Oh, man. (laughs) You Uh, forgot to introduce me as reigning champion. Oh, sorry. So. (laughs) I got you. Ladies and gentlemen, the reigning champion of the Wallet Wisdom, Are You Smarter Than the Show podcast (laughs) trivia. Hello. Listeners, if you were not wearing headphones for that, please rewind, put headphones on, and listen. (laughs) Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. (laughs) Oh, man. 
Um, well, as you can tell, we are starting to caffeinate now, and uh, I think <laughs> it's we're kicking in. It's kicking in. <laughs> so, all right. Well, let's just jump right in to the first question. All right. What was the first soft drink in space? Low. Air. Ooh. I'm just going to go with a classic and it Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola is correct. <sighs> it is. It was the first. Uh, I feel like they're the reigning champion. Yeah. Tang's not a soft drink? Oh, no, yeah, man. You know, I, I think Tang's pretty good. But well, it has a nice soft can flavor. I, can I appeal the uh, question? <laughs> can right? I appeal the question? <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll appeal NASA if you'd like. No, I'm just Maybe kidding. it should have said carbonated soft drink. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Mm. So so far it's a tie then. So, <laughs> I like that. That's good. I like your style. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right. Uh, question number two. In the state of Georgia, it's illegal to eat what with a fork. <laughs> I had fun. Illegal? Listeners. Yeah, illegal. I had fun picking these trivia questions. <laughs> Hello. Swing low. I, I am swinging low right now. A peach, because Georgia peaches. Oh, that's true. That is true, but it's wrong. Yeah, I figured. <laughs> I'm going to say barbecue. Ah. Okay. Okay. I, mm, mm, mm -hmm. You know what? I'm going to give that to you. <laughs> Well, I don't fried need... chicken, technically, but barbecue, you could say fried chickens in the barbecue mix. We're going to, it's a, yeah. it's a stretch, but I'm letting, I'm letting it slide. Yeah. It's all know. for a good cause. I don't know cause. how I feel about that. But... <laughs> we'll see well, how this next one goes. We'll take that back. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's okay. Joe Bat only got one right because Matt Cook answered it for Shout him. Shout out so. to Joe. That's another diss Love on a number, you, a whole nother episode. So. <laughs> It doesn't end. No, uh, <laughs> we love you, Joe. Listened to um, a couple episodes ago. <laughs> so yeah, uh, weird, right? Georgia's the, it says it's illegal to eat fried chicken with a fork. Uh, so if there's any listeners in Georgia right now, let us know if any of you have been uh, accidentally arrested. For I eating wonder how often it's enforced. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I kind of want to go there and eat chicken with a fork just to see what happens. I'm going to guess it's probably a public trial, not so much, uh, you know, actual established Shamed. law. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Get put on a stage and everyone boos at you. <laughs> okay. Well, hey, question number three. It's a tie. It's a tie. Um, we do have a tiebreaker question, but um, talking about. Homes, mortgages, purchasing, houses, all that fun stuff. What is the most expensive home in the world? Are we asking how much it is or what the home is? Who owns it? Yeah, well, not who, but what is uh, the most expensive home in the world? Low. Low. I went there. I'm going to say the Biltmore. No, okay. sorry. It's a really pretty home. Is it? Mm -hmm. I bet. It's like 800 acres. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I went there too. It's beautiful, yeah, isn't there's it? there's a lot of them running around yeah. there too, but... Um, uh, in the world. Mm. Oh, yeah, the world. How about, uh, like, Versailles? Ooh. I don't know if anybody lives there anymore, but... Unfortunately, it is not... 
this home is guarded by guards oh, in red and with big the, hats. It's the Buckingham Palace. Buckingham, Buckingham Palace. Palace. Yeah. How much is yeah. it worth? Do you know? It did not say. It, uh, you know, so we isn't can make that, that kind of isn't that kind of just as close as chicken is the ribs? <laughs> <first side of. laughs> so that's two then, right? Yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> They're both castles, right? That's right. That's the close. French and the British sometimes get together. <laughs> oh, my word. <laughs> I love it. All oh. right. Well, still tied. Tiebreaker question. Someone's going to win. I don't um, see how it's tied. I think I already lost. But <laughs> very nice of you. Well, we'll see. Right. We'll see. Tiebreaker question. $1.6 billion. $1.6 billion. 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 with a b With a B. B. Wow, wow. But if it's not for sale, like yeah, really, it's like, not okay. really. Do we do mortgages for one point yeah. six billion? <laughs> I'm just asking. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's going up. But. Looking to purchase uh, yeah. the Buckingham Palace. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, last question. Uh, all right. I kind of, I'll be honest. I kind of wrote it for you, Eric. Oh, but even more pressure. But it, it's okay. I'll just read it off loud. You don't have to. He can cut that part out if you don't get it right. <laughs> Fed's funds right. <laughs> yes. No, um, this is actually not a question that you have to buzz in for. Uh, this is our tiebreaker question, which will be closest to wins. Mm. Um, I know that worked really well the last few times. And so I just am adopting yeah, it. Yeah, I like thing, it. So. I like it. Um, but yeah, speaking of adoption. So what year was the name Michigan State University adopted in? <laughs> Closest wins. And Lo, I know you're a huge fan. <laughs> it's in my genes, man. That's right. So yeah, what year was the name Michigan State University adopted in? Guests get to answer first. Go first. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> the university, strategy, not the Eric, beginning. So, <laughs> um, no, I know. I'm gonna say 1955. Okay. And I'm gonna go with our founding year, 1933. Okay, okay. So Time for math. A couple, <laughs> couple podcasts ago, we asked the question, "What year was Harvard established in?" Didn't and I get it on the nose or something? No, uh, oh. no, none of none of you were close. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it was like 1600s but or I something was crazy. Because I went Ever, Yes, exactly. Unfortunately, today, uh, going lower was not the right choice. Oh, man. So it was actually adopted in 1964. Wow. And so, Eric, you're closer with the 1955. Well, it was a little tricky because it's found in a certain time, but exactly. then it was different names. Just I, like I, had us, to, right? I had to give a little trick on that, that's right. for sure, because you're right. It was uh, originally an agricultural college and then eventually was adopted and made a university as well. It's actually pretty fascinating as I read more about it. You know, just the history of... I need to brush up on MSU stuff, apparently. No. It's true. They were the yeah. first of a lot of things in, you know, how they did things. Anyways. They were the team that beat you last year. <laughs> what is life without That's a right. little bit of rivalry? Am I right? <laughs> That's right. Well, hey, Eric, congratulations. All right. For winning today. Ooh, I'm off the hot seat next I episode. I know, right? <laughs> now it's... So the way that it works, uh, now that Lo has uh, unfortunately been dethroned, it moves to me for the next podcast to now be up against our... I've warmed up the seat really well for you. I appreciate it. Yeah. I appreciate it. Again, listeners, so many different nonprofits that we support in our communities, and uh, it'll be a nice little uh, uh, little check for them 
to get uh, mm-hmm. for a nonprofit. So yes. that's awesome. Well, uh, Eric, again, thank you so much for being on the show and, uh, you know, just participating. Thanks for beating low today. It's, you know, <laughs> he enjoys she's, it entirely. She's my too best much. friend, but I'll right. tell you, right. it's and I fun just to met, see I her, met you know. her for the first time right? today. So. Yeah. yeah. Went easy. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome fun. back anytime. Yes. Anytime. <laughs> Well, anyway, again, listeners, thank you so much for listening and uh, tuning in. Um, as always, Wallet Wisdom is, uh, again, designed for you. So we want to hear from you. Uh, so be sure to like us, subscribe. Uh, we're on all your social platforms. Yeah, give us a shout out. Give us a comment. That's right. We're uh, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter. We're on the Facebook. Spotify. Just drop the. iHeartRadio. That's right. Amazon. You could even Google us. You could Google us. <laughs> we're Googleable. Is that a Googleable? Is that a verb Google-able. now? Google Googleable? Yeah, it is now. I guess so. Kachink well, proof. I think we're gonna need to go get some more caffeine. Listeners, have a great rest know. of your day. Bye. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for listening. The information provided in this podcast by Lake Michigan Credit Union is general education or marketing in nature and is not intended to be accounting, legal, tax, investment, financial, or other advice. Statements of individuals are their own, not LMCUs. All topics discussed are information of a general nature and do not address the circumstances of any particular individual or entity. Consult an appropriate professional concerning your specific situation. As of the date of publishing and any future date this podcast is broadcast, all rates, fees, payments, or other specific figures discussed are subject to change and are dependent upon your specific financial situation. All loan products discussed are subject to credit and collateral approval. You alone assume the sole responsibility of evaluating the merits and risks associated with the use of any information or other content in the podcast before making any decisions based on such information or other content. In exchange for listening to the podcast, you agree not to hold LMCU, its affiliates, or any third-party service providers liable for any possible claim for damages arising from any decision you make based on information or other content made available to you through the podcast. For more information on any of the content discussed in this podcast, please visit lmcu.org. Copyright Lake Michigan Credit Union, federally insured by NCUA. Equal housing lender, LMCU, NMLS ID number 442967.